Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Barbara Sueños, time for the sports It's back. The Playmakers. Oh, hell yeah. Bring out the buzzer. <laughs> Bring out all of the, all the sneaky beavers to the yard. The SBs the, in the house? The SBs what? of all shapes and sizes. Uh, I'm Lindsey Brown. I'm Adrian Hernandez. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm doing all right. I think I exist better when I sleep less. Oh, no, that's a dangerous game. I, a, it is. Get and, your Zs. And it's the game that I used to run back in the day. Like, I used to be the person that was like three hours of sleep every damn day. That's how I rolled. I, I All right, James Harden. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, I, less strip clubs for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't make any assumptions over there. Uh, we haven't been out, out together yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, I, I actually, well, I might as well share this. Speaking of what? All right. So one of the, one of the things uh, in addition to wanting to uh, get the laughs and being sep- self-deprecating and I, I want people to remember who I am. Like it is one of my, I won't say it's like a distinct fear. It's one of my core anxieties though being forgotten or being left behind. And so with that in mind, I try to create experiences with my friends and with people uh, and, and in turn expectations that usually are are misinformed. But I, I want to make an impact. And so in college, it became my thing because it came to my attention that most of my teammates had never been to a strip club, that I was going to be the first one to take them. Oh, so, you're, a, you're a good teammate. I'm a good teammate. Um. It's not like I'm not a huge fan of them. I, by all means, anybody that that works at them, I get it. You got to make money. That's how you do it. I hear it's a great workout, and the bangers—they're uh, not in short supply. But it's it's a it's a different experience than uh, I, I think that a lot of them envisioned. And each one had its own kind of individual thing. But uh, I won't tell the full <laughs> boat of the story. We were up in Montreal, Adrian. And it was an international strip club. Hold international on. love. Get Jason Derulo on the phone. Pitbull. So we're in Montreal. And I'm up there for music fe- festival. Il Sonique. And I'm with two of my former teammates and uh, best friends, Sarah and Hannah. And then uh, Sarah's friend, Camille. Or not Camille. Kate. And we went to the first strip club that was just kind of like your run-of-the-mill strip club. It was 
female strippers. That's usually how it goes because uh, I don't know if you know this, Adrian, we live in a patriarchal society. In Montreal, though, they are uh, equal service city. So I got to not only bring them to their first strip club, but then I got to go to my first male strip club. Oh. And that itself is a very different experience <laughs> than it is. <laughs> is the music different? No, yes. Uh, the, the clientele are obviously a, a little bit more diversified. and Oh, it has to be a lot of cougars in there, right? There, there's cougs for sure. Oh, um, I'll never forget this guy walked out in a man bun and a suit with a coat rack and started stripping down to um, I don't want to be by Gavin DeGraw. And I'm like, I'm so offended right now. How could you not choose Chariot? How could you choose that Gavin DeGraw song? Let me just say, guys, they walk around with stools so you can get a better vantage point if you catch my drift. Real up close and personal. I didn't pay for one of those dances. I figured I'd save that for a a real party later on. But strip clubs, they are an interesting business. Uh, Shout out to Little Darlings uh, here in Vegas. Uh, Shout out to Bring your ones, bring your fives, bring your twenties. All of them. Um, It was a cool experience, but my first time was I was older. I, well, obviously, I was 13 when I walked you in, went, in really? Cleveland. It's a lot. Of, no, no, I'm kidding. But it I'm was cool surprised. because uh, my mentor who brought me into the radio game, uh, he was like the DJ of the strip club. So it was yeah. like it was like a much different experience than just being yeah, a regular Nudia patron. Does that. One of our one of our DJs here, she 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 uh, spins at a, a couple of clubs around here. Oh, okay. It's well, a great it's a great bit. Our businesses do tend to bleed together. Yeah, so I'm gonna hit up Nudia and then see see what's popping. See if I can tag along security, of course. Uh, Obviously, to save, but yeah, I didn't expect to secure this. the package. Yo, man, James Harden is his just his ability to infect our conversations. I like this, man. Right, right. You're right. We didn't even intend to have uh, that big of a diversion, but we are here to complete our contender week. It was shortened on top of being shortened already, but you and I broke bought. Both brought teams, you from the NBA, me from the NHL, that we think are poised for postseason success that aren't currently in first place. I'm picking the Kings today of Los Angeles. Keeping it with L.A. Yep. And you are choosing? The Memphis Grizzlies. All right. I didn't want to make a bear sound. No, really? A grizzly sound. (laughs) That's what it is. Sounds like James Harden running down the court. Anyway. Oh, wow. Um, L.A. Kings, I'll go first, Uh, are a team that we talk about pretty frequently here on this program because I, I have an affinity for the Kings personally. Uh, for for Jonathan Quick for the for the Stanley Cups that they've won in the last decade, but we know that they've seen brighter days, and it seems like they're reaching the end of the tunnel here of their rebuild. They are currently twenty seven seventeen and seven sixty one points, third place in the Pacific Division. Winners of five straight games on the road right now, Adrian. They've been playing lots of games on the roads. I don't know if you remember our conversation from a couple weeks ago when we were yeah, kind of previewing yeah. the next couple weeks. I was like, the Kings, man, if they're going to be uh, in the conversation, they got to make sure that they're taking care of business on the road, especially against the competition that they were doing. And they've been able to surge to a 13-5-2 record in their last 20 games, five of their last six. Uh, they're 12-5-7 and seven in one-goal games, and they're 13-5-3 and three when scoring first. They give up a lot of goals in the first period. They're usually the ones chasing. They're 14-12-4 when they are scored upon first. They start slow, and their special teams is horrendous. Real bad. Is that something that's like feasible or sustainable? What coming from behind 
like in having the success that they have had, isn't it like one point, like one score games in the NFL? Yeah. Like you can't keep that up year after no, year. No, no. I mean, we talked about it with the Rangers yesterday about how I think they were leading the league in comeback victories and 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 one goal victories in that. And it's, I always I grapple with that myself because you you don't want to be overly reliant on that because what if you don't get the jump start that you rely upon you know so often, but. Also, that's your identity. If if that's what always happens, you don't really get freaked out in the postseason when the games tighten up, when when the style of hockey changes. And that's where, like, I, I, I we talk about with the Knights and whether or not playing in this division truly prepares them for the postseason depths that they're looking to explore because the opponents usually don't command the level of game necessary or at least the same level. But when you see teams like the Los Angeles Kings taking the steps that they have, and a lot of it has to do with – the addition of Philip Deneau into their lineup at the center position, at least on the second line. And then you have the ascension of the Quinton Byfields, who's finally joined that team after breaking his ankle in the in the preseason. You have Iafalo, who is a, a big name on that top line with Kopitar and Adrian Kempe. But Adrian Kempe is the guy that is getting things done in this team right now. He's really the only guy that is scoring. That's why it's very they're a very interesting team right now, considering how porous their special teams are, Adrian. They're damn near last in the league. Uh, in, in in both categories, that they've been able to find sustainable success. But a lot of it has to do with keeping those games close, with the goaltending play that they've gotten from either Jonathan Quick or Cal Pearson. It's been mostly Jonathan Quick this year. And their acrobatic athleticism. This is a team that takes a lot of shots, but gives up the most amount of shots in the NHL. And that's good because Jonathan Quick and, and Cal Peterson, I think, are goalies that play better when they're getting shelled more often. It integrates you into your environment and forces you to be in that moment. But if they're off their angle, if they're chasing a little bit, if you get them down and spinning, if you attack the posts, you can absolutely get this Kings team to basically – just go down into the grind mode because they're just starting to discover those rushing offensive talents. And that's really because they've, they're just getting these talents to, to enter into their lineup. In terms of concerns that I have on this team, we've kind of highlighted a few of them, that, that shot frequency, defensive depth. They're probably going to be out there for the trade deadline shopping for one. And then just scoring depth. They haven't had a ton of scoring, at least, and that's as much as they would have hoped on that um, first line, and maybe even in the bottom six, although that third line of Byfield centering um, Dustin Brown and Anthony Athanasiu, or Andreas Athanasiu, I should say, who is definitely their rush specialist and scoring the most goals in that manner. Um, hockey calculus, though, Adrian, playing style, I really like how they can go between clogging that middle, which they've relied upon the last couple of years because they had to to survive, and now creating more diversified looks and off the rush. They can commit to that iron price grind. They are great at forechecking, especially against like the Golden Knights and trapping them down low. They are selective and they don't need to be high scoring to be integrated. Very important, especially with the top two centers on this team, which I think is one of the biggest strengths uh, with Anze Kopitar and Philip Deneau. Both those guys are our selkie candidates every year. They can dominate in the faceoff dot. So, And when you have two of the top horses in this stable, just think of how much imagination is at your disposal in terms of player development and situational awareness. If we don't have to skate Kopitar into the ground on PK and power play and five on five, what does this open up? What is this high end talent capable of when they don't have to do everything? 
And Kopitar is part of that group of, of Dustin Brown, of Drew Doughty, of Jonathan Quick that have been around for both Cups and the rebuild. And that's another part of my hockey calculus here that because the champions can smell blood. They see the light at the end of the tunnel. They see that this division is vulnerable, that they can play the Golden Knights well. And that, oh yeah, remember in 2012 when we were the eighth seed and then went and swept the Vancouver Canucks and then ran all the way to the Stanley Cup. We can do this again. Why can't we do it with this team? I mean, there's no Jeff Carter to trade for. We traded him to Pittsburgh, but we can absolutely figure out a way to recapture some of that glory, especially when you have that third line, which, as I said, Andreas Athanasiu is the rush king and is actively being shopped, believe it or not. But the infusion of young energy, hunger, anticipation at the center position with Quinton Byfield – they are going to take your take you to lunch and then eat it right in front of you if you let them. You got to win 50-50 battles against this team, and that is a recipe that a lot of people rely on in postseason success. So that's why I'm picking for them to be around and for them to be a factor. And I'm going to pick up on your young and hungry philosophy mm. uh, with these Memphis Grizzlies who were, you know, cute young. Look at this little upstart team mm. to a team that is actually really good, kind of ferocious. And kind of talking smack to everybody, including LeBron James. Uh, they are 41-20 and 20 so far this season. They did lose last night to your Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm. Uh, they are currently the third seed. Uh, this all almost got derailed with John Morant and the injury that he got. So the latest, uh, what we know, uh, Josh said after the game, it was just, just a bad step. He'll be all right and that he's going to get treatment today. Uh, the Grizzlies did not meet with the media today. It's an off day. Uh, they do play tomorrow, so hopefully we get an update. But from what we know precautionary it shouldn't be too serious but obviously that's an mvp candidate so jaws a lot, revolutionary yeah uh the, a lot bears uh, for their season on jaws injury status but he should be good uh this season the grizzlies somehow some way are fifth in offense in the league which is crazy because they don't shoot threes very well to be honest everybody nowhere, does that though adrian yeah but to be honest nowhere on the the floor whether it's inside the paint mid-range jumpers three balls uh percentage wise they are not a good shooting team. They have the best, uh, the fifth best, I should say, point differential in the NBA and the eighth best um, defense in the league. So they're bought in. Yeah, and the defense is leading the way. Um, and last uh, yesterday you were talking about how when Ja went out, mm-hmm. this is where this team picked up. And I think the most important and the underrated part that people don't talk about is specifically it was the defense because defensively they were giving up like 120, 130 points. Like, and this was like status quo mm-hmm. until Ja went out and they picked up the philosophy and they got even better. They brought Ja in. MVP candidate, breakout season, and that defensive philosophy hasn't changed. Shout out to Desmond Well, there's a Bain. commitment to it now because we have something and someone to believe in. So now we're okay going the extra mile in every single possession because we know we have something and someone to fight for. Yeah, and it's, sim- it's similar to the Cavs where this team has, has bought in as a, a true team and a true group. A standout rookie season uh, who will be a contender. I think Evan Mobley's got that in the bag. But mm-hmm. Desmond Baines having a hell of a rookie season. 30 po- or thirty minutes per game, scoring 18 points. Uh, most importantly, he's shooting 41.5% from three. Uh, it's cool. going to be – Yeah, no, it's crazy. That's why I was in the three-point contest. Uh, it – Things That's are ungodly. Ch- no, it is. And and it's for a rookie. It's kind of unbelievable. Yeah. And he's put up like almost 400 attempts too. So it's not Whoa. like he's not putting up a lot. So he's getting his buckets. But the thing that worries me, and, and we'll get to this here in a second, is how this is going to change when the, team, when the team is focused on you and you are mm-hmm. a part of the game plan. Uh, speaking of injuries, also Dylan Brooks. I know Trista talked about it earlier. He's missed 20 games with the left ankle sprain. He's actually, he was supposed to be back by now. 
Uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. The latest report, which happened a few days ago, is that he's going to return in March. They're going to need him. Uh, they're going to need him for the playoffs because this team is lacking offensively. In terms of seeding, the good thing that they have going for them is they have a relatively easy schedule. They're the third seed, but they're only two and a half games behind the Warriors. Number one, they own the tiebreaker. Number two, the Warriors aren't going to win the division because the Suns are in it. So True. they're going to have that tiebreaker, too. And also, the Warriors don't have Draymond Green with that back injury. Changes so everything. This two seed should be in the bag. And Steph doesn't um, shoot in the same sense. Uh, he broke the record. No, yeah, 100%. So the Grizzlies should have that in the bag. Uh, another key thing for the Grizzlies is they're the number one offensive rebounding team in the league. Steven Adams, Brandon Clark are getting the job done. This I love team, Steven Adams. Yeah, this team is not that efficient. Um, when it comes to half-court offense. In fact, they're rated 22nd, which is a big concern. So they're just like the of, Kings. They're they're taking shots left and right, but not a lot of them are going in. Yeah, and the one thing with me with the offensive rebounding, that's something that's sustainable that will mm-hmm. continue. Teams will try to do different things and pull Steven Adams out of the paint, but things like that with Brandon Clark and Steven Adams, they'll get those rebounds. Box On the flip out. side, they're also number one in the league in transition offense. They force a lot of turnovers. That is a concern for me in the playoffs because games get slower, teams are smarter. Those opportunities for turnovers aren't going to happen as much. Um, When it comes to Jaron Jackson Jr., they need this guy to step up. He needs to be dominant. They need scoring. I don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs when John Morant has to sit down and take a breather. So far this season, he's shot 41% overall. That ain't cutting it from three. Uh, or excuse me, 32% from three, uh, 48% from everywhere else, which means that gives you a 41% Whoa, overall. It's getting physical in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's sorry. Like you're trying to out-rebound Steven Adams or something. Yeah, no, it's getting super intense. But Jaron Jackson, he's going to need to step up. This can't be a Josh show. Um, people are going to be skeptical about the experience that the Grizzlies don't have. Uh, I'm not too concerned about that. Number one, they won the play-in game at Oracle Arena, one of the loudest arenas. In fact, no, the loudest arena in the NBA was the last game in Oracle Arena history. It was versus Steph Curry. It was versus the Warriors, the team that's won all these championships. Draymond Green was playing. They went into there, and they won the play-in. Now, they did lose to the Jazz in five games. I think that's because that was just a different team um, than what they have now. Well, the but, Jazz were kind of the team to beat last year. Yeah, no, I mean, but in the yeah. bubble, you're talking about the bubble? No, 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 I'm talking about... Uh, oh, you're talking about last year. Okay, Was last so, year kind of bubble? No. No, 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 nope. no bubble. It's so crazy because the season started in like... I know. <laughs> they got like Time a two-month break. Time social construct. We made it up for trains. Yeah, so I, I'm not too worried about in terms of the experience. For me, the key thing is how is this team going to score outside of John Morant? They don't shoot the three particularly well. They're not going to be able to force that many turnovers. At least, in in essence, they're not going to be able to. Um, now, Taylor Jenkins, their coach, another dude. We talked about J.B. Bickerstaff. Uh, Taylor Jen- Jenkins is definitely going to be – you love his you name. You're going deep dive on the names here. No, I, I'm, these are these are coach of the year candidates, so he's going to have to I cook – I didn't some, realize we were going to go this in depth. I'm sorry, no, you're but – you're good. I would have um, prepared differently. Uh, this, this team, they, they're going to need to find out how they're going to score. Someone's going to need to step up. But don't be surprised. And the reason why I picked them is I, – I, we said it yesterday – I'm looking for teams that are trying to do what the Hawks did that unexpectedly made it to the Western Conference Finals. Don't be surprised if the Grizzlies end up having that type of success. I'm all in on the Grizz and, and John and everything. I don't know if this year is their year, but the fact that they're going to be in the conversation is very exciting for them. And we don't have to involve Zach Randolph at all.
Yeah, 100%. And yo, hey, uh, I don't think he deserves this, but yo, Zion Williamson, it's crazy when you get to a small market team. He wants to be left alone, okay? Yeah, it's crazy when you get to a small market team and start trying. Like a team tries to build pieces and shows up, you might end up like the Grizzlies. Just saying. Sometimes you just got to put forth a level of effort that you've never expected from yourself before, and you might just surprise yourself. Do do I have time to ask you a question? Sure. Before we go to break, Mm -hmm. we've done contenders all week. Who's your biggest pretender? Out of the three? Ooh. No, no, no. In the league. Like oh, a team in the that, league? In the team in the NHL oh, that you're like, don't okay. buy the hype. Hold on. Let me, let me bring up the standings here because I just I don't want to like say what's the first on my mind. I want to have everybody like in front of me so I don't make an assumption. Here. I'll go quickly. NBA. Bucks. They do not have the size. Mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka is not going to provide what Brooke Lopez did. I do not trust Brooke Lopez even if he comes back after a back injury. They don't have a replacement for P.J. Tucker. Uh, and Chris Middleton hasn't been playing as he's been playing last year. So the Bucks. They'll, they might win a round or two, but I don't think they're going to repeat as champs. Penguins. Every year, they find ways to win games, even though they lose so many guys to injury. And then there's all this anticipation going to the playoffs, and then they just poop their pants. So I'm going to bet on that. And I didn't want to say the Leafs because that's just like a very low-hanging fruit answer. But you're right. There, there are pretenders. There are contenders. There are movements in conferences that we have – we haven't seen in years, at least from some teams. And it's exciting to get some of these markets reacclimated with the spotlight, uh, especially when you've just spent so much damn time it yourself. That is what we do here on the Playmakers, and that's what the Vegas Golden Knights do. Let's get into a preview of their game against the Arizona Coyotes because they're going to have to bring everyone. Well, maybe not everyone. Just simple hockey. We'll get into that next. Love for the bet. Bringing the sneaky beavers back to the yard. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. We have a hell of a collection of Sneaky Beavers today if our segments were Sneaky Beavers. We've been everywhere. A lot of talk about hockey, but we've covered regretful college stories. We've brought up poop twice. Poop twice. Three times, excuse me. Strip clubs. Yeah, yeah. Both of the the male and female frequented. And uh, we're here to talk about the Arizona Coyotes. Maybe that's why we're talking about some of the most interesting things or the most random things. Because this game and this team, they suck. (laughs) They're really bad, Adrian. It's one of the most depressing arenas. I had to go to their media day three years ago, four years ago. It's going to get worse. It, 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 It is. Are they... Moving are to they like a the, college arena? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that too. 5,000 seats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are they like the, the Detroit Lions of the NHL? Like, yes, like, Give me a comparison. Right By one measly point, they are the worst team in the NHL. 30 points secured total. Uh, Montreal has one more. 13 wins, 34 losses, four ties. They saw the Golden Knights last on the 3rd of December. Golden Knights won 7-1. to I don't even think I watched that game. Glad I didn't waste my time. But they are riding on a high right now, Adrian. They are riding their 13th victory of the season that they were able to secure over the Los Angeles Kings. Oh. It's not doing a very good job of supporting my argument for last segment, but you'd have to check that out on the Rewind feature of the Odyssey app. That is free. Um, And overall, when they've played the Knights, they don't have a great record, 6-10-0-5. I guess that's real. But they have taken a point in the last two games, two of the three – or. Taking a point in two of the three last games. One, two, three. And most of their offense stops and starts with Clayton Keller. He's their leading goal scorer. He is a guy that is 
scoring in bunches right now. He's been able to put together a little bit of a respectable streak here. Five-game point streak, seven goals, eight assists, 15 points in his last 12, and four straight with a goal. 45 points on the season, leads the team with three power play goals. Because let me tell you, their power play is bad. I knew I messed this up. I did two of these, like, sheets earlier between the Kings and the Coyotes, and I knew one of them had the worst power play in the league, and I mistook that for L.A. It's pretty bad, but it's not 32nd overall bad like the Coyotes are. Uh, They're actually worse at home, only 10% conversion rates, and actually worse at home on the penalty kill, too. I'm not surprised because that building is usually not full, not a lot of energy, and that's why they have a lot of issues with that franchise but that being said we've already mentioned Clayton Keller we've talked about we haven't talked about Phil Kessel Phil Kessel now this is the guy last year that I was basically making a ton of people money with because he was good for basically a point per game different tides have brought us to different cool floaties this year okay guys because he only has 33 points six goals 27 assists he is a name that we see a lot come up in the trade market, at least as the deadline approaches us. Worst season in a long-ass time. Loves the half wall, but skating less so. But he is the leading goal scorer against the Golden Knights, at least on this roster. Uh, Keller, I believe, is the second highest leading goal scorer. Then you have the Jacob Chikrin character, who is basically your your option A for the young D available on the trade block. He's only 24 years old. He has 11 points. He plays the most minutes out of anybody, but is on third pair. And then you have Shane Gottisbear, who we call Ghost because it's just a a mumble job of a last name. 30 points, tied for 10th in defensive goals and 20th in points from the blue line. So if there's offense being generated, it is by number 14 from the top. And we'll see Scott Wedgwood in the nets tonight, who is your classic battle bot goalie. He made a career out of this. It's I think there is this weird um, deja vu moment where he was traded to the Coyotes earlier this year, and it happened to be on the same day that he was traded to the Coyotes a few years ago. Oh, wow, one of those. Yeah, one of those. A, a true coincidence and, and um, conversion. I don't envy of, that guy. I, I, I don't either, but when you have the mindset that it's me against the world. Goalies have no friends. I expect a lot of shots. You can protect yourself a lot easier because, first of all, you know you're probably going to get lit up. And second of all, you kind of – your style becomes efficiency. I don't want to put myself out of position if I don't have to, but I will fight for every puck and can steal a game, which he did the other night, making 32 saves on 35 shots against the Kings. And that's why it doesn't matter how bad the Coyotes are. doesn't matter if they only have 30 points. Any team can beat anybody, especially with a goalie who wants to try. And so simple hockey is winning hockey for your Golden Knights. The Golden Knights have had a lineup shakeup to go through it because we have Jonathan Marcheseau and Dylan Coughlin both out of the lineup with the flu. So with that, the top line reads as follows. I'm going to go left wing, center, right wing, all the way through. The Donoff, Carlson, Smith up top. Pacioretty, Eichel, Stevenson, second. Yanmark, Wah, Amadio, third. Carrier, Howden, Colasar, fourth. That's a hell of a fourth line. Hutton, Petrangelo, McNabb, and Theodore, and Hag and White Clouds. So we're resurrecting the once rookie defensive pairing by. We usually see Hager up there with Petrangelo, but I can understand how things are a little bit fluid right now. And then if you haven't heard, Robin Leonard was placed on the IR. Uh, that's been placed retroactive to when he was first diagnosed with whatever he's 
dealing with in his upper body, and so he can be activated at any time. But NHL Network's talking about trading for goalies, and they're all saying Mark Andre Fleury's the name. Um, just like how that's, that's heating up more. Yeah. I, oh, have, absolutely. Because when you see this happen to uh, where Leonard goes on the IR, uh, big red flag, big red flag, because this isn't the first time that he's dealt with injury or just upper body. And this is a team that has pushed more chips in the middle than they did last year. And that's hard for most people to say. And so desperate times, I think, I don't know who said it earlier. I read it somewhere that, based off of just all the moves they make. If it's Stanley Cup final or anything less, it's a failure. And they've said that the last couple of years. That's especially true this year. And that's why the Golden Knights have to be able to beat teams and to change gears because they're a team that really likes to play their brand of hockey. But when you have the lineup shuffle, you have four days off, plus the worst team in the NHL is your opposition. Very easy to go into autopilot and get fancy. And so you could see a lot of toe drags, a lot of extra passes, or you could see people just basically out to lunch and just be like, oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Can't be like that. You're going to be hyper-intentional just like any other game. They, uh, The Coyotes played on Wednesday, and they won. So see how easy it is for the boys. If Versus they just the believe. Kings. Exactly. Uh, earn your offense through physicality and domination in 50-50 battles. That's where the morale lives and dies. High zone four check. The Coyotes, as I was watching that game against the Kings the other night, really struggled to get the puck out. Shocking. But... They will try to force passes through bodies of performative four checkers in their D zone just off the board. So as long as the Knights are paying it forward and being in correct body positioning, they can absolutely turn over those pucks because the Coyotes are very vulnerable and very familiar with being disrupted and can be shifted into apprehension even with the score tied. They're just used to chasing and they're used to not having good vibes. And so even when the good vibes do find them, they're like, what do I do with this? I don't even know what this is. It's a dangerous... Attachment theory at its finest! Offensive zone, retainer movement. We're going to be chilling down on the offensive zone. First of all, let's not – those dipsy doodles up top. No dipsies. No dipsies, no doodles, because uh, they can score on breakaways. This is a Coyotes team doodles. that's always kind of been dangerous and opportunistic, especially on the penalty kill. Um, but if I'm the Knights, my mantra is this. I'm making the play happen rather than waiting for it to come to me. Use your footsies. Move your feet without the puck. Be careful of the turnovers of the blue lines. Generate looks on the advantage by diversifying our depth, just like we were talking about the first segment of this show on the half walls. Don't just look to get to the same spot. Be the play you wish to see in the world. You're getting me ready to go out there. That's what I'm trying to do. It's like the Hype Master Locker Mix playlist is playing, except without music. It's just, you know, my energy and aura. You can find it on the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. I love it. And I would really love it if the Gold Knights could get their S together because they haven't played particularly well as of late. And it's not really a mystery to figure out why. There's a lot of inconsistency in just playing. They're out of rhythm. There's only, like, what, six games this month, and we're basically done with it. And so this is a good team to beat up on, to get those vibes back, and to take into your your next – Part of your schedule here. And it's like they haven't played this entire week. And At all. Exactly. It, so it's Track like game. They might be rusty, but then again, it's like if you lose to this team, though, after waiting, mm-hmm. terrible. Can we really quickly, what's going on with the Coyotes like as an organization? Like, is this team moving? And like, no. I'm on the athletic Gary, and they're talking about Gary they're playing Bettman. at the mall. Ego will not let this thing fail. Why we are so adverse to failure in the society is beyond me. Because when you fail, you get to start something new, and sometimes that's way better than what your current situation is. And they are going to be 
This is probably the final time the Golden Knights are playing in Gila uh, River Arena. Because they're oh. going to be moving to the ASU campus new arena next year, the Coyotes. Oh. And, you know, that's not well received by the rest of the league. That doesn't make uh, them look good. And that's not to, like, minimize or diminish uh, facilities or what other people have access to at differing levels because it's certainly not going to be a crap building. Like, you should see some of the rinks that I've grown up playing in or been an adult playing in because we're not exactly priority. You would hope that the ASU arena is going to be like the best arena in college Yeah, now, it's just going to be small. That it's just small. And so... Uh, it's like 5,000 people, right? Yeah. Like, I've been in plenty of college arenas <laughs> that are like 15,000. And so it's it's just a different culture down here. We know this. And so it, different history with the, with the Coyote as well. Ownership is transient at best. I mean, this guy's been around for the last couple of years, but we were only a few weeks removed from them not paying their bills for their rent. Yeah, and then like, we had that whole athletic article come out last year just, like, uh, exposing how they were conducting business and stuff. And this so, is like Major League in real life. Well, and it's like when you have two toxic people that just constantly are attracted to one another. The Coyotes attract certain types of of hockey personalities and kind of last hurrahs and last straws. And that's not really where you want to be. You don't want to be the rehabilitation place for people's careers and contract dumpings. You also don't want to have an arena that's at minimum 45 minutes away without traffic right. to most of your fan base. Right. Which so is what's there's going a on. lot of negative energy going on in that organization. And so that's why the players can easily get bogged down by that, but also you're kind of insulated. So as long as you're able to buy into each other and to whatever that goal or accomplishment like just this game because ultimately you're just playing one hockey game tonight like and you start so 20 minutes it starts with a good first shift and all that other stuff but like I wrote down here in my notes see how easy it is boys if you just believe and once that positive momentum gets going you can turn teams around seasons around franchises around that's not happening with this team anytime soon but honestly if the Golden Knights don't get the start that they do in their first season I don't know what the situation is here either because it's just you have to care about the product. You have to be endeared to the personalities and to the the emotionality of this game. And when a team is constantly making wrong choices and not doing the bare minimum, it's really hard for you to walk into anything with open arms, let alone looking to embrace something. And so Arizona needs to get a, a lot of things figured out. I don't know where you start fighting that fire, but – for the Golden Knights, certainly starts with a with a good first period, getting on them early and not giving them any time or space to think that they belong in that Gila River Arena today, especially with the Knights on the ice. The other side of the break, we're going to wrap up our week with some scramblers. Get your eggs, and what else do we scramble? Uh, 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 the Jets. The, the spoon? You got to scramble with the spoon? The spoon, right. the whisk. A spatula? The whisk. A whisk. A whisk. Uh, underrated like word. Like a moth to the flame we are to the world of sports and other things. Love for the bet. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That's why we're here to basically do the same thing, but, you know, entertain you. Because it is the final segment of our show for the week, the longest week of all time. It's it the seems biggest to segment be. of my life. I'm it ready. Is. You are. I'm You've so been preparing focused. for this since birth. Yes. All right, take us away, sir. All right, let's start off with the mush heard across the world. We didn't get to talk about it this week up until this very shining moment. Mm-hmm. Michigan's men's basketball coach, Jawan Howard, was suspended five games, fined 40 Gs, 40 grand, 40,000 potatoes. Uh, unfortunately, Wisconsin coach Greg Gard was only fined $10,000. Uh, and this other guy, the guy who came in out of nowhere and eventually got mushed, what's up, what's up with this dude? Oh, he's not expected to have any punishment so you could just you just do what you want, just walk up to somebody and aggressively yell things at them and sure. get mushed. And uh, what are your thoughts on this? Getting aggressive at all is pretty dumb when it comes to like handshake lines and all that. I I know that not everybody holds the same amount of blame in the confrontation, but I usually go with well, if Howard's missing time, so are these other coaches, and they're going to get fined the same as well. It just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for Michigan either with Juwan, and he uh, is going to be coaching the rest of the regular season. I'm sure he'll be back for, for tournament time and stuff. But uh, Can we get rid of the, the handshake line at no, the end? No, it's so dumb. That, no. Like, so the fact that people No. No, I, no I, that's fine because we clearly need it. Honestly, I think performative sportsmanship is more important now more than ever because we are so – agitated in a real world like I've spent in addition to all this stuff that's going on this week here I've been keeping up with stuff that's going on back in Minnesota too and there's been a few incidents over the past couple weeks including one this week where racist taunts or notes or chants have been involved at high school games and just what that could feel like as best way I can try to envision that and how ridiculously lackadaisical it is on one side and how damaging it is to the other and so that's why it's performative it doesn't mean a whole lot but at least it can show that people can follow the rules and be cordial to another I we're not we're not doing a good enough job of it okay yeah so I'm 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 for it I want to want to introduce you to Amelia not Amelia Amhart or Amelia oh Earhart. Earhart, she's excuse dead. Me. Not the Amelia one... Clark either. She's no, Daenerys. Earhart. She's not. Yeah. She created the bicycle, right? Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Nope. She's the one that was the pilot and then went over the Bermuda Triangle and then never came home. Oh, mm. I was super off. 
playing bicycle, same thing. Anyway, I want to introduce you to her uh, because if you frequent Resorts World, you're going to be seeing her. Uh, they just announced a new artificial intelligence-powered hospitality concierge. Uh, they will, or she, I should say, is going to enhance the overall guest experience. So less humans, more robots. Are you Great. down for this? Yeah, Freaks. for sure. No. <laughs> it freaks me out. I don't what if like, I need yeah. toilet paper in my hotel? I want to see another human being looking at me. And at least I feel like I have control over my situation, or at least I can talk to someone who might have control over the situation. What if the Wi-Fi goes down? Facts. <laughs> what if you have like a really just intense situation that isn't yeah. one of the options? Stop it. Cease. Desist. Security. 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 I'm not down for this either. I agree with you. No. You know, someone that you you could be sad and you thought you weren't going to see much of. Um, Well, you don't have to worry about that. In his first post-retirement move, Lindsay, listen up. Tom Brady will produce and star in a new movie, a road trip movie, 80 for Brady. The film will also feature, because Tom Brady's playing himself, it'll feature Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno. Jane Fonda's in this? Yeah, Rita Moreno. Are you kidding me? Uh, we got more cougars, uh, Rita Moreno and Sally well, Field. How dare you re- re- just bring her down to a cougar? She's one of the biggest activists of our generation. Not our generation, but our time. No, you're 100% right. Um, speak, well, she's, she's had a lot of time. Jane all, Fonda's all these... an absolute legend. Yeah, so Lily Tomlin, 82. Jane Fonda, 84. Rita Moreno, 90 years old. Sally Field, 75. Sally Field is in this? Yeah, Spider-Man's ah! aunt. Mary Jane. Boris's mom, even though they were the same age when they filmed that movie, wasn't weird. It wasn't weird. I mean, in Alabama. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, yo, shout out to Tom Brady. Uh, one of the things I never thought I'd talk about in shows, but like, I guess one of my fantasies is older women. So I see what Tom Brady's oh, doing. Okay. I see what Tom Brady's doing with this movie. Hey, they're experienced. Um, yeah. Uh, they know what the body wants. You already know what They've I'm talking about. have seen everything. And at some point, there has to be backups for this movie. I don't want to wish or say anything else other than that. Let's move on um, to talk about breakup and love and, and, oh and, the pain, and the pain of losing someone you care about. I'm talking about Kanye West uh, earlier this week. I watched week, the first episode of the documentary last it night. It was inspiring. and It was all the emotions, right? Yeah. I'm not shocked by any of it. I need to find me a, a friend who's going to follow me around with a camera, too. Bro, that's crazy. I was, talking, I was like, could you just you walk into a studio... And you're like, oh, man, did you make this? Oh, this go hard. I like the way you make music. I'm going to follow you around for 20 years with a camera and drop everything I want to do. Is that cool? Like Some people <laughs> apparently have that vision. Hey, and he was right. Uh, so Kanye uh, bragged about running off Pete Davidson from Instagram. Uh, Pete Davidson returned to IG uh, to promote. Of having something to control. Yeah, he, he, he posted just some clips of the new movies coming out, you know, little PR videos and everything. Uh, Kanye West bragged that his new account um, had to be deleted because he told all of his fans to start calling Pete Skeet. And he went on Instagram and he screenshotted Pete Davidson's account and how it says, like, not valid or not, like, not on Instagram anymore. And so the caption said, ran Skeet off the gram. Tell your mother I changed your name for life, kid. You're like, okay, I'll walk upstairs and go tell her because I still live in her basement. It's like one of his bits. Uh, Kanye is the Kendall Roy of the hip-hop world. 
where it's just like everything's very serious. You know that he 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 means everything that he says literally, no matter how outlandish or far fetched it seems. Because like he said in earlier in that in that documentary, and it was interesting because you've said this to me before, and I've said this to other people. It's like I need a translator sometimes. Um. Is Kanye Skeet seems the dude like from a, Doug? Uh, yeah, Skeeter. Mm-hmm. Skeeter. Well, and Skeet's one of those words that has many different definitions <laughs> yeah. depending on what dictionary you're looking up. Um, but Kanye, I think, like most people, most men, very possessive. And when life throws you lemons, when you ask for oranges, he doesn't strike me as a juicer guy. And so... I think it's really unfortunate that that whole thing is playing out the way that it is in public, but where else is it going to play out? It's probably orchestrated by Chris. But I always think about the kids. I think about the kids. 100%. And I think about what it means to be on alert as a kid and what that does to your personality, what that does to your lifestyle. And they're not going to be wanting or hurting for anything, at least uh, in, in terms of the stuff that a lot of other people struggle with. But that's still their dad. That's still their mom. And they're not getting along. And that's really hard to witness and be a part of as a kid. I can't even imagine. Nope. Uh, Kanye, tell your mother I changed your name for life. It's crazy. I hope one day I can say that to someone. Um, and also, this is what happens when you lose one of the most beautiful girls in the world. You might lose your mind. Uh, it is sad to see. Um, last thing, Amanda Bynes has officially filed to terminate her conservatorship. <laughs> Her conservatorship. Just in time. Yeah. That's good. Let's get rid of those unless it's in the most necessary capacity or at least have some more oversight. We'll be watching all the sports this weekend. We'll have updates for you on Monday. Thank you again to Adrian, to all listeners. Use your blinkers. Be well to each other, mostly yourselves, because you're the one that's going to have to stick around. So, love for the bet. Bye, playmakers. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.